0: Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills all the time. And now Matt Bove and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo.
1: Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, it's always game day in Buffalo. All right, so you said it, Matt. You're right. These teams are going to beat up on each other. In fact, okay, I know you're not necessarily... Chasing the Ravens right now, and you're not close to them. They're, they have a two-game lead, but I'll give you them as an example. The Ravens' next two games, Cleveland and Cincinnati, two division games. Cleveland's mm-hmm. next two games, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, two division games. Cincinnati's next two games, well, um, Houston, and then Baltimore and Pittsburgh after that. Mm-hmm. And then Pittsburgh's next two games, uh, well, actually next three, Green Bay, then Cleveland and Cincinnati. Here's the point I'm making. Over the next three weeks, everybody in the North plays each other once. Everybody. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. going to beat up on each other. They're going to cannibalize each other in some way, shape, or form. In some way, you might want one team to kind of run away with it and just beat everybody else. In other ways, say, no, just keep beating each other up and just keep doing that. That That's what is going to happen here. So the Bills have to take care of business because, yes, they have a Jets game coming up soon. That's a division game. Other than that, it's conference, but it's non-conference, non-division basically going forward here for the next little while.
0: Yeah. And then I fast forward to week 17 here because I'm looking and it's like, OK, obviously, I think this is going to go down to the wire for all of these teams. In week 17, the Dolphins play the Ravens. The Bengals play the Chiefs. Mm. So, I mean, you've got some big boy matchups with some of these teams. You've got the Browns and the Jets facing each other. So. I, you know, these are games where a team is going to lose and you just are hoping that the team, like for the bills, obviously, if you are still in the midst of this crazy playoff race and in week 17, you're a half game still behind the dolphins and the Ravens win and you beat the Patriots. Now you control your destiny and you could go and you know what I mean? Like, although it really, it wouldn't really matter, right? If you're a half game up or a half game down going into the last game of the season, it wouldn't matter you just still have to win. The so only if, thing. W- if you, yeah. If you were separated by.
1: Well, you wouldn't be a half game at that point. It'd be one game, but you'd have the, the, you'd have the tiebreaker. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it, it, it might not matter because even if, if they finish tied with a split, then Miami might get it because they might have a the better AFC. division
0: record. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, for
1: sure. Um, But, but, but just talking about all of that, you know, we were going to talk. I just want to kind of rewind a little bit because we just, we didn't talk about injuries. And they have the Broncos coming up this week. We talked about that matchup. I'm a little concerned about Micah Hyde. We don't know his status yet as we record this. The Bills mm-hmm. signed a practice squad safety. I know nothing. I'm just saying, because of that move only, Matt, is why I say, look, you had the neck injury last year, you had a stinger during the game. You signed a practice squad safety. Maybe that means that, you know, maybe they're preparing for him not to be available in some capacity.
0: Yeah, I kind of got that same sense too, just from the moves that have been made, knowing Micah's injury history, and also just the tone that Sean McDermott talked about the injuries at the beginning of the week. He certainly did not, you know, try and put out any fires with any of these Mm -hmm. things. He just said that all of these guys are injured. I mean, it's already a bare-bones cast on defense, and now it's, okay, no Daquan Jones, no Matt Milano, no Tredavious White. Maybe no Micah Hyde. Maybe no Terrell Bernard. Not, he's in the protocol. Maybe no. Uh, who is the other one that I'm missing? Christian Benford. Christian Benford. Oh, and Dane Jackson got hurt, well, too. Dane, yeah, but Dane, Dane is fine, he said. He said Dane so, looks like he's going to be fine. But Yeah.
1: Um, no, you're right about those. And as far as Bernard is concerned, so apparently, and I don't have the exact data on this, but according to Mike Shope, our afternoon drive host in WGR, he said... Brock Purdy is the only player this year who actually cleared protocol the following week after a concussion. Like really? Everybody else who
0: got a concussion has missed the next game or the next week if there was mm-hmm. a game that week. So you're probably going into this game with both backup linebackers, and you're probably going to have at least well, maybe your starting corner not there, and then you're really leaning into Russell Douglas and Dane Jackson. Mm-hmm. Dane Jackson had a really good game against the Bengals, but the one thing that the Broncos have offensively that I think concerns you a bit is they've got some good wide receivers. Yeah, Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton right. is a good player, Jerry Judy is a good player, you know, Javante Williams is a good player. Obviously, Russell Wilson can still do some damage, he's not what he was, but he's certainly no slouch either. This is not a walk in the park, and I think the thing that's concerning is if you would have talked about this game five weeks ago and you saw the uh, Dolphins put up 70 points on the Broncos, you'd go, okay, the Bills are going to go and put up an insane amount of points, and it's not going to matter if they give up 35. But I have no confidence that they're able to do that at any point. I I know I've seen them do it, but I don't think they can just go hang 35. The thing that was concerning to me is the one game where the Bills looked a little bit more effective offensively was the game against the Bucks, And then before the Bills played the Bengals, I watched C.J. Stroud destroy yeah. the Bucks and do way more than the Bills were able to do. And then I'm like, well, maybe the Bucks just aren't that good, and maybe this was even a bad day for the Bills, and they, it, they just weren't that good. It's more about the Bucks than it is about the Bills.
1: Yeah, and um, the, the, the Broncos' defense, they have held three straight opponents to under 20 points. Two of those are the Kansas City Chiefs, by the way. And I know the Chiefs aren't playing great on offense right now. They still held the Chiefs twice in three weeks to under 20 points with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in that group. So they're playing a lot better right now. I know you can't throw away the 70-point game, but you know, that game makes it really, really skewed as far as all their numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, I mean, they gave up points to Washington, they gave up points, you know, to somebody else. But either way, they've played much better. And so Wilson high. is not playing poorly right now. No. Like Russell Wilson's having a nice bounce back here, and it's kind of going – I'm not saying he's an MVP candidate. He's not. He's not playing to the level even of Josh Allen, but he's playing pretty decent football, Matt.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're also coming off of a bye week too. That's right, not and they're very for, healthy. Very yeah. healthy. So, I don't know. The like the Bills are a big fa- – the Bills are a touchdown favorite in this game, and yeah. I I do not feel confident. nine-point favorites at New England. Yeah, that's I what mean, I mean. I, I don't feel yeah. confident about – the the one thing that you like is that it's in Buffalo and this team is good in Buffalo. Have they lost a home game yet?
1: Bills, um, no. The, uh, no. the Giant, no. But you know what? What's weird is they so. It, yeah. It, it, well,
0: they the have Jags. lost
1: a technical home game. The, That's the Jags, yeah. And I Jags. agree. Like I'm not going to count that, but yeah. Yeah. And when they've gone on the road, mm-hmm. they're one in three. Yeah, The only game they've won is Washington, which is interesting and concerning to me. They've lost on the road to the uh, New England Patriots, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the New York Jets this year.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Bengals are a tough game, but you absolutely should have beat the Patriots, and you absolutely should have beat the Jets. And I know... The Jets game was weird and they just made made way too many mistakes. But then I watched the Jets earlier this week against the Chargers, and they are just offensively in They're so bad. They're so bad on offense. But they're so offense. good on defense. I know. They're so good on defense. I know.
1: And that's how they beat the Bills because Josh threw the ball three times, right? I mean, uh-huh. and that and you know, they they were without they were with Zach Wilson pretty much the whole game. Aaron Rodgers had that injury on the first drive. Um, so the other part about this game is it's the third of three straight primetimes. You guys will have it, right? Yeah. Channel seven. yeah, yeah you guys will channel have it. Seven. And now, after that, then, you know, they do have 425 games coming up after that. But this stretch of primetime <laughs> games has been something to deal with here for all of us.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, it's obviously exciting that it's on Channel 7, and that's a big day for our station. And we're excited for the pregame show and for the game itself. But after that, I am so ready for afternoon games again, 425 even. I I obviously would prefer 1 o'clock, but 425, whatever. I'll take that as opposed to the super late nights and then middle of the night. And I know it's tough on fans, and I think the excitement around primetime games has worn off a little bit for a lot of people probably also because the team isn't doing as well. I mean, if the team had one or two losses, I don't think anybody would care, but now I think it's just even more stressful waiting all day for the game, and then if they stink, not being able to go to bed and having your next day ruined, it is incredible how different the vibe is in this area after a win and after a loss. You know, I get back from Cincinnati on Monday, and we've got the show, and I walk into work, and everybody's walking around like zombies, and then you go to the grocery store later, and people are miserable, and it is incredible. It is just a game, but it means so much to so many people. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune
1: in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, and it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And I am looking, you know, it is just so everybody knows they have the primetime game this week, eight fifteen. Then it's four twenty-five, four twenty-five by week, four twenty-five, four twenty-five. Then it's another primetime game. That one's in LA. Mm-hmm. That's the Christmas weekend. They play that yeah. Saturday night game. So, and then you get finally one o'clock in the afternoon Sunday game. But mm-hmm. Bills and the Broncos this week, uh, Monday night football. All right. What else? Anything we need to touch on here? We uh, that you got in your mind? You just want to say
0: before we head on out of here this week? I'm having a hard time figuring out what they are. And I, you can, we can sit here and we can talk about. Do you think they are too? Yeah,
1: I do actually. Especially on offense, you think they I, are trying to? You think the whole what's their identity is a good question even for them right now?
0: Yeah, I think they're having a little bit of I identity. I think they're having a little bit of an identity crisis. And I think the defense. Oh, a few weeks ago would have been good enough to get them through this little stretch when the offense wasn't able to figure it out. But yeah. now I don't know if they will be able to, and then that puts even more pressure on the offense, and that is concerning to me. Like going into this game, I don't think you can count on your defense holding the Broncos to 20 points. I think you're going to need to go score points. And while you're capable of doing it, I'm not confident that you can because the proof shows that you can't. They have played more bad games this year than good games. And I think I'll always bet on Josh Allen, but at the same time, I, I don't know if I'm betting on Ken Dorsey, and that's what I'm trying to figure out, like what this team is. And I don't know the answer to that. A lot of people this week want to know, are they going to be okay? Are they frauds? Do they stink? Uh, I, Matt, I don't I don't know. There's almost, there's almost no
1: winning from that because I will tell you this. If the Bills go and score 40 points, let's just be realistic. I'm mean, I say 50, 60, 70 like the Dolphins scored. They go and score 40 points against the Broncos. A lot of people will feel a lot better. I'll feel a lot better. But there will be a segment of fans who say, dude, it's the Broncos. Yeah. Right? I mean, people will do that. they are going to say, the Dolphins hung 70 on them. Mm-hmm. They're bad, despite playing better lately. So it's kind of a tough spot. You, you, you can't really do anything other than just go out there and play and do it. And you got to start stringing
0: and stacking wins, as they say. It's Broncos, Jets, Eagles. Is that ba- correct? Uh, Eagles, then bye, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you absolutely minimum have to win two of the next three. That is like bare bones. And I agree. would say
1: I would say you better win the two AFC games.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. Which is funny because if you lost to the Broncos and then beat the Jets and the Eagles, I think people would feel really good about beating the Eagles. But the reality is just the AFC games mean just a little bit more. And that's why this is uh, – this is an absolutely pivotal stretch for this team, no doubt about it. All right, check us out on the
1: YouTube page if you don't, uh, if you haven't done that on video. Sal Sports on YouTube. But of course, if you're finding us here and you're listening to us, you know where it is: iTunes, Spotify, WGR Odyssey app. Mike Robbie is our producer. Matt Bove, WKBW-TV, Channel 7. When's your uh, pregame stuff and all your coverage start on Monday? What are you doing? What are you guys doing?
0: Yeah, yeah thank you. Uh, we have our newscast normally 5, 6, 7 o'clock, all that stuff. But instead of a 7 o'clock news, we will have a 7 o'clock pregame show that runs from 7 to 8. We're doing a bunch. I mean, we're going to have stuff with ESPN. We're going to have a sit-down with Von Miller. We're going to have nice. somebody from Denver. we get, we got a bunch of stuff planned in the game itself. So, you know, if you don't have ESPN or if you – Just want to turn on Channel 7 anyway. We've got all that stuff covered. And the one thing that's really cool about the Monday Night Games is getting a chance to watch football over the weekend. I am really excited for that to just kind of hang out because it feels like those days are few and far between these days, not even just because of the job, but also because of a child. Let me tell you, our baby is now about eight months old. Yep, it is. Everybody told me. When we had the baby and before we had the baby hey it's so much work it's so worth it but it's so much work and i was like okay yeah sure i'm sure it's so much work but i'll figure it out and then the last couple days my wife's mother has not been feeling great she normally watches the baby so i've been watching the baby and then going into work so i'll like basically be with the baby from seven to three and then go to work from three to midnight Yep, I feel like somebody has punched me in the face <laughs> how tired and yeah, exa- I get it. how tired and, ex- and there's people who are doing so much more than I am. And I'm not naive to that, but I'm like, I thought I was tired then. Oh boy. Was I in for a rude awakening?
1: Well, I'll let you go get some sleep now. Make sure you do that. Check them out. Matt Bovee, WKBWTV, channel Seven. WGR Sports Radio 550s, is where you'll find me. And, of course, all of your pregame coverage in the game will be on the radio there as well. All right, for uh, all these guys, for me, we're going to take off now and we'll talk to you next time. It's always game day in Buffalo.